0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! Go Cowboys! This, this is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Oh, we media, and we mashing. It's media, and we mashing today. Cowboy victory. Everybody that was with the Cowboys, if you pick the Cowboys, raise your hand right now. All right, all right, we got good company. It's the media mash. It's the media mash on DallasCowboys.com, and joining me today... That's not the real question, though. I, I did cut Uh-oh. you off. What Did
2: you pick the Cowboys? That's one thing. Did you really think they were going to win?
1: Oh, we going to find out what because you really thought. I mean, These questions are designed <laughs> to find out if you oh, are infiltrating. Yeah, we going to find out if in- you are. Sure. We going to find out if you were infiltrating uh, f- faking the funk the whole time, <laughs> Mr. Nick. So, uh yeah. The funk
2: on the nasty dunk. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. <laughs> but it's but
1: it's good <laughs> it though. Sounded good. It's, it sounded good. What is good. that? I don't even know what that's. Faking from. the funk on the nasty dunk. That's come on, man. That's what uh is that? I think this from a video game, actually. I don't
3: remember.
1: It sounded good, man. You're, you're taking us off the rails right That's now. It sounds like it's two four
3: two one
1: thing. Oh, ah, yeah, 2 Freestyle, the freestyle. You, you <laughs> got in the win for us, But Kevin Gray from 105.3, the fan yes, is sir. in the building on Tuesdays at, as usual, and uh Nick is back on a Tuesday. He's normally not here, okay. right? but he's back on a Tuesday. The big wig. Nick Eatman is here. Nick! What's up, sir? You doing Patrick's work today? Is that, what, what,
2: what nah, you doing? Patrick's, <laughs> Patrick's doing some work today. We're like zombies, man. I bet. <laughs>
1: I bet. The, the schedule's kind of a little bit No, Nah, it's all different. good. It's all good, man. I, I want to know from you because you have spent the night with the team, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: that doesn't sound good.
1: But yeah. you've been, you, you, of all people, should know. The pulse of what that victory, that first playoff victory road victory, in th- <clears throat> hold on, 30. In, in thirty, 30. years, <laughs> yeah. uh, what was that plane ride like? What was that environment like? What was it like yeah. to get the to blow the dust off of a playoff victory like that? You know, it's funny. I've heard some loud, loud
2: planes in the back, yeah, and sometimes on some losses that you're kind of scratching your head like. Did they win? Like, no, they didn't. They lost in overtime or something. But it doesn't sound like it, you know. I don't know if it was just how tired everyone was or whatever, but you didn't really hear a lot from the guys. Um, They were excited, though, in the locker room. There's no doubt about it. And, and, And I think what was cool for me is I've been doing it. This is, what, 24 seasons. I remember the people that were here that were established when I first got here, some of the trainers, some of the front office guys. Jerry Jones Jr., for another one who's, who really got here like in 96, always with the family, of course, but like working here. He's never seen a playoff win okay. on the road. And so that was cool to like see a lot of people that have been here for so long and you kind of take for granted. This is new for them because you always say, man, you've seen it all. Well, no, not really. Hadn't seen a road playoff win. Hadn't seen them go farther than this next round. So... That that was that was really cool. It was, it was cool, and, and the best part is, is they earned it because they just mm-hmm. kicked their ass. Yeah, they really did. No, that and, it, and you picked them to kick their ass. Absolutely. Uh, we have the pod picks. We have the whole list, yeah. and it's one thing to say, "Oh, I think they're going to win twenty eight, twenty seven, or something like that." You mm-hmm. know, you know, I picked thirty to, I picked twenty nine to twenty only because it had to be a two score game. Because if it was a one score game, I had no faith. Stop, <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. so I, I picked that, but. You know, I didn't
3: expect it really to be like that. You yeah. did, but I don't know. Did you? I had him 28 26. I had a close game. I <laughs> so almost picked your school. You, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You said 28 <laughs> 27. I had a 28 26. I was six years old, heck, of the last time the Cowboys won six. a road <laughs> playoff game. I was six years old. It was a good game, right? I, was, yeah, I mean, I remember. It was a great game. It was a great game. Um, but I think for me, I think what I most enjoyed about last night was aside from obviously Brett Maher and his struggles. It was arguably the most complete victory from this team since Minnesota, I thought. I thought Dak Prescott played at a level that playoff quarterbacks have to play at in order to win these kinds of games. And Micah Parsons was, I, just watching him play after play, the relentless ridiculous. effort that he put together last night, I'm still marveling at what he did and how he got after the Bucks in that offensive line. He was spectacular. J. Ron Curse had a big play, but Parsons, to me, I know Prescott's going to get all the headlines, Parsons was phenomenal Needed. last night. Without a doubt,
1: yeah, guys. I'm gonna we're gonna do hot tub top machine back to last week, okay? And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start on Monday. We're gonna start on Monday where Mike McCarthy was was coaching for his job. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all the questions and everybody's that was being placed in the ether was about Dak's legacy, Mike McCarthy, uh, 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 I guess, a, a freeze job away from losing his job. And uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys are completely a disaster waiting to happen. Fast forward now <laughs> to today, without all of those questions, with those questions being answered about Mike McCarthy, what was your impression? of him and the job that him and his staff did in this in this playoff playoff victory incredible
2: incredible job you're right his job I, I i don't know what to say on the line that that's one guy that one decision really with jerry but the but the seat was definitely definitely warm and if he had another bad game in the playoffs it was going to be really interesting um but i thought i thought he did a, a great job because I love what he did with with the you know with the baby pictures and stuff like that. You know, embracing the fact that oh, I hadn't won in thirty years. Most coaches would say that's not my problem. I, the, I I haven't lost thirty years in a row. He embraced it though. He took the team and he said, hey, you know, this is the narrative going out there. Let's just wrap our arms around it. So I thought it was it was really good that he did that. Probably loosened them up. And whatever it is, when they play poorly and lose games, they have figured out how to not only win. But play really good games. I mean, Minnesota was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The Bengals, when Dak was out, I mean, they figured out a way to win that game with Cooper Rush. I don't want to, I can't name them all. but, But it seems like they not only win, but they play well.
3: I think for me, what resonated was the lack of preparedness that I felt they had against Washington. It was the complete opposite last night. I thought from an offensive standpoint, a defensive standpoint, they knew exactly what they wanted to do, how they wanted to execute it. And you get the players credit for going out and executing that game plan time after time. So I thought McCarthy having his guys, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, I thought everyone was on the same page and knew exactly what they wanted to do and how they wanted to attack offensively and defensively Tampa Bay last night, and they did so.
1: And and genuinely, there's no in-between with this team. And I've kind of read your articles, and I always see that you say either either you love them or you think they suck. There's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. No, there's There's no there's no middle ground here yeah. about the Cowboys. Nobody thinks of them like North Carolina <laughs> State, <where> you're just <laughs> nothing like, neutral about this. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing neutral <laughs> about this space at all. And so for the Dallas Cowboys, it it came down to actually showing up, and that's that's what everybody was 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 looking at. You know, how do these guys take the field? Are they lively? What's the look? Yeah. The Eye of the tiger. You know, <laughs> these guys look like they're ready to I had, go. I had a guy
2: <laughs> from the public relations department who has worked here at least 15 years he's never said this to me before he asked me he's one of those questions where you ask you know you ask someone like how are you doing just so that you could ask them how they're doing you know he was like what do you think about this game i'm like man i don't know it could be whatever he goes they're gonna be they're gonna win they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be fine i was like why he's like i've seen i see their eyes I'm like okay all of them like all 96 <laughs> eyes like and he's like I, I trust trust me I'm like okay about right. the trust all okay right. and then later he goes see I was like well you weren't looking at my heart but you were looking at the rest of the guys and you're right you're right give it to him you're right cuz he's never done that before he must have seen something you know in, in that look um you know cuz I but I've done it before I thought for sure when I was on the field in 2018 Rams divisional game the way that crowd was and in there i was like we're, we're winning this game we're going to go to the nfc championship game finally and it didn't happen right. so sometimes you get kind of duped by that but they were ready i mean they were they were ready you know the the washington game going back to that makwamu that's the one i keep thinking mm. of. he didn't even play they didn't even dress him out for that game and so you're thinking oh well you, you you're like jabril cox i mean you're kind of on the outside right now you're not even part of the team so much not I mean, part of the, the, the plan. And then they come back to this game, and he's a huge part of the plan. Right? Yeah. He sits right in the middle of the field. Use these long arms and, and make plays. And he did. He made plays. I mean, they had a, a vision. So I'm not saying they threw the game against Washington. But the way that McLaurin wasn't getting traveled by Diggs and they were letting Mullen go out there to see if he could do it, that made me kind of think it's that. A little
3: suspicious. I just thought. Maybe you they know. were trying something. <laughs> trying they're to just some trying to out. do
2: some stuff, and I you think know. when you do that and you show that the players that you're doing that, it's only second nature to be like, "All right, are we try," you know.
1: Yeah, and and they're not, and definitely not going to get any excuses on that. There's, there's so many people talked about the commander's job uh-huh. uh, game all week, mm-hmm. last week, not even considering uh, Tampa as a victory or not. The defense. I want to go back to what you were saying, Kevin. This this defense came to play, and they were the they were the one group that I think coming off of the Commanders game that everybody was saying, "Yeah, oh, this defense isn't what you think they are." Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, do you think that that resonated with those guys, like they're saying to themselves, "Okay." Watch this. Yeah. And they put in that kind of performance last night.
3: Yeah, I think the returns of Leighton Van Der Esch and Hankins were massive for Absolutely. them last night. And I think to your point, they heard all the noise about, well, this defense isn't what they were at the beginning of the year. But they knew we're going to get healthy and we're going to be find a way to be able to stop the run, which they did last night against Fournette. But Hankins in the middle, Van Der Esch and his play— Massive right. for them, and I right think they set the, the tone. Yeah, you're that's right. Up the middle for them. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and then even on the back end, I mean, one of those, one of the, the few good plays that the the Bucks had was early in the game when they were driving and that little flip pass to Godwin on third down with Brady. You know, it was like a no look. He paid for
3: that, though. Yeah. A little Mahomes-esque type. Right, guy. and yeah. Godwin
2: was like, oh, first down. was the last play of the, of the first quarter and all that. And I remember looking over at Patrick, and I said, well, he got the first down, but I can promise you, Godwin's not feeling good right now. <laughs> he got smacked. Donovan uh-huh. yeah. Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he – Yeah, he, he, yeah. he, he lowed like, the to- boom. I guarantee you, there's times that NFL league office is like, "Is that a? Are we gonna find Wilson? <laughs> no, it's on just the cusp. Hard, just right. a hard hit, All right, right on the line yeah. there, right on the line. I think he's been fine maybe once or twice, but for the, yeah. but for as physical as he is, mm-hmm. get rid of this making noise here.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, you I'm, missed. No. Uh, you want to look at it? No, nah, you, you it? hit that? You, <laughs> you used all the backboard. You should have yeah. called glass on that then, Jack. Yeah. I, I, I'll say,
2: I, I do it a lot. I mean, this is kind of my shot here. Oh, you got uh, some practice. Okay. Okay, yeah, I've had some practice. Put I used to suck at it. And, and there would be times where I'd forget. And then uh-huh. Chris Beam would come in here and pick it up and all that. But I don't think he's picked it up in a while. I okay. usually make all that right. shot. But Let Let's yeah, confirm that with Chris, I think. That wasn't looking good. I don't know how He
0: usually leaves it on the table i usually <laughs> make
3: it chris <laughs> no No,
0: you don't throw it away you just leave it on the table for me to throw it myself <laughs> so he's,
1: he's he's new leaf on life It's a new year man it obviously mean, water it's water. Right. See you take the
0: label you, off because
2: it wasn't brand water was oh good, good for you good ah. for yeah, you keep it on brand you don't have good to down. get
1: that text i uh-huh. know about it all too well uh <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're talking about donovan wilson man had a hell of a game oh. in the way that he played physically. I think that whole secondary, the way that they attacked. team, the, So much of the perception about the Dallas Cowboys defense is they can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. And when you hold a team like Tampa that comes into your contest knowing that they have to run the ball and they can't run the ball, and that's all due to those pieces that you're talking about that were in there. But secondly, I, I really loved what Israel McQuamo. Did um, We've talked about his height and him and Jeron Curse and Nation Wright and just these guys 6'5", 6'4", they're point forwards in the league, yeah. you know, <laughs> out there playing in the Dave secondary. Loves his he, yeah, loves his he loves his length. Yeah, he loves <laughs> his length. I mean, he has a prototype. He's a type of yeah. guy that he likes. But to see a, a kid come in that was originally a safety well, that moved to safety now move back. He's more playing more of like that corner hybrid. What do you even say his role is? Because he's not a safety. No, not now.
2: You're right. He's playing, he's playing the, they call it the dino package. And it's uh, it's like a, you know, it's a dime nickel uh-huh. package there where, where you know, that's what I love about what Dan Quinn does. He kind of sees the player and has a vision for it. And, and, and it's not like, well, this is my defense, this is what I do. It's like, what can I do with a player like that? You mm-hmm. know, I'm not comparing him to the greatest coach of all time, but, like, that's what made Belichick so great is that he could look at a guy and go, all right, it's Troy Brown. He's a, kind of our third yeah. receiver, but I might be able to use him at – you know, just, just thinking outside the
1: box. And he I just, thought
2: that was great about what he was You just playing. put him in
1: Belichick's fear, and now we're definitely losing him now. He's definitely oh,
2: out. Oh, of during – when it was, like, 24 to nothing, <laughs> yeah. and, and I was like, okay, good news – this is looking good for the Cowboys and probably uh-huh. play next week. Bad
1: news, Dan got Quinn. Got this We're bullshit. losing our coach. Thank you yeah. so much for this and, performance and
2: good luck with that number six that we just talked about too, Donovan Wilson. Oh, he going with him? Oh yeah. He, hey, what are you talking about? Yeah. Where you go, I go. Yeah. Kind of
1: like you. Where you, you do something? You better, hey, okay. better believe that. Hey, wait. <laughs> I want from you guys one guy, not named Michael Parsons. That was your impact player of the game. Uh, any side of the ball,
2: defense, or, or just defense, just yeah. defense. Uh, hmm. I, I, I mean, we said I McQua, mean, yeah, and
3: I'm gonna go with Hankins. Yeah, I, that, I, that's I what I'm gonna too. go with. Yeah, I liked, I like what
2: Layton did. I mean, I, well, Curse, I mean, Curse, that interception was was great. I. You you can go all day I mean, Who's you yours? Could, I mean Late Van Der Esch. Leighton, yeah. okay. Late Van Der Esch. I mean, Osa played Osa was played good well. up the middle you know yeah. who I didn't hear a lot of was Tank. Tank. I don't remember True, a lot. Yeah. He does a lot of dirty work stuff mm-hmm. that you don't, you know. Dorrance Armstrong had some plays. Um you know, I'm not and I'm not really critical of Diggs. I'm not. Um there's a couple of plays Derek Derek Eagleton and I were kinda of arguing a little bit up in, in the press box a little bit about Certain plays like that, and there's times when I feel like, as a corner, he's trying to get the running back to go back to the middle. Yeah, you're, you're, you're beating him to the sideline, especially at the end of the half when timeouts, so you're beating him to the sideline. You've got to go back to the middle, and when they got they cut back, then yeah, you kind of slip and you don't make the play, and you're hoping the other guys do. I think he does a nice job with that. Not you know, he had a couple of plays where he didn't tackle. I like was about he to say, a lot of people may have
3: felt he was making certain business decisions when it came to attack. Yeah. I thought in cover, though, he did fairly well.
2: I, mean, I want him to I'm sorry, I, I've never I've never hated that idea. I want you to make business decisions. <laughs>
3: Put your shoulders. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean
2: Dion did it for years. Okay. Well, Dion's the greatest cornerback of all time. Right.
3: I mean you're paying him to cover, not necessarily, you know.
2: Right. I mean, and make and make plays. And I mean, what point are you making if you make this tackle and then, you know, not everyone's Rod Woodson or whatever. Right.
3: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Who was a killer. Yeah, um, I mean
2: he, he was he was great. And then he moved to safety or whatever. But like I I, I think his Trayvon's job is is to cover the guy, and yep. and he he does a good job. I, I just don't have a problem with really anybody and how they played in that game. I thought it was it was a really Anthony Barr. I thought had some nice plays. I mean. But Micah, it's, Micah set the tone. Yeah, on the Micah first set play the, the tone, game, man. Yeah. First play of the game with the tackle for loss, and then the third play of the game, holding call.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, they actually called it. How about they, that? <laughs> how about that? I couldn't believe it. I was like, they actually called a holding penalty. They actually did. Yeah.
1: It. And, the, and the strategy, and we talked about this on the Players' Downs, the strategy to not block Micah on, on that, that first, first play. Like, yeah. It's not going to work out for <laughs> you.
2: <laughs> I said no. that, too. I was like, I think they're going to change that philosophy, but if they don't, yeah. This is going to be a good game yeah. for Micah
1: Parsons. No, and, and that's hard. And, and to me, the one thing about Micah's performance was coming off of that Commanders game, he looked completely beat up. He looked like. I was, I was saying to myself after the Commanders game, how how healthy or how much Micah were we going to get in the playoffs? Yeah. Because if he's dad looking now, like right? that, huh? He's a
2: dad now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a dad. Yeah. Congratulations. He has a, he's a right, yeah. yeah.
1: He's a girl dad now. Trust me, join the. Screw, bro. Yeah. We got plenty uh-huh. to worry about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's just one of those things where you watched this guy last night, where the the switch came on. The player that you saw in the Cincinnati game was present. The guy that you saw be completely disruptive in that it was it was reminiscent of the Minnesota Vikings game, where yeah. you know the first person. First of the game. Yeah, he he breaks on Kirk Cousins. And it's like, oh, it's going to be like this all night. It's going to be this kind of party. Yep. Yeah, and so look, we're going to take our first break. Uh, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna talk about my, my favorite subject, and uh, that's Dak Prescott. Oh, mm. that's Dak Prescott, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take care of that, and because I really want to know what you guys <laughs> think about this performance of Dak Prescott coming up with more media mash.
0: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth,
4: Texas. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral are subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend.
0: The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator Utility Vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for bailing, United Ag and Turf for winning the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back,
1: back to back. Media Mash. Back here on Media Mash, Kevin Gray from 1053, the fan, mm-hmm. is in the building. Uh Nick Eatman, beat writer, executive, and all of that is Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Don't know about that. Director, and you okay. got some news to share with us? Yeah, guy? No, 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 shot, exactly. my bad, my bad. It just sounded good. Sounded great. You sounded know. great. Inaccurate, but it sounded great. <laughs> Director, you know. yeah. my bad. I'm just pushing. I'm speaking into Let's existence. Throw some t- <laughs> <laughs>
3: anyway. He's speaking into your future, Nick. Yeah. Is what he's doing. <laughs>
1: Executive,
3: Nick. <laughs> yo. <laughs> hey,
1: hold your hold your pinky finger up, Nick. <laughs> hey, look, man. Uh, another guy last week that got murdered in the media. Raked across the coals. Golly, we talked about him just saying, hey, man, he is leading the NFL in turnovers. He's missed five games. And all of the stats that indicate that even if he played those other five games, he probably would have had 20. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is a projection going wild on Dak when you start talking about what he could have done mm-hmm. with those turnovers. He turns around last night, gentlemen, and has a game. Yeah. 25 of 33 305 four interceptions no. Four, no, no excuse no, no. me okay. four, four, four touchdowns. touchdowns, touchdowns. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> four tu- four <laughs> touchdowns and get this. No interceptions. Yeah. And a rushing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown. Looked like the best version of himself that we've seen thus far.
3: Ever. I mean, the numbers, you go back and just look at, you know, expected points added, you know, you go through all the advanced numbers just nuts, but he went what, 0 of 3, 3 incompletions. First drive lasted 13 seconds. After that he goes 25 of 30 for 305 yards. the four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. 83% completion percentage. Had a QB rating of 143. I mean, near flawless football from him. And one of my favorite plays from last night was the 22-yarder from him to Schultz. Beautiful. Held the safety perfectly. Dalton gets open and just throws a beautiful pass. Like you just knew he was dialed in. I think at one point he had 11 straight completions, broke Troy Aikman's record for most consecutive completions. Like he was just dialed in all night last yeah, night. Yeah, I agree. I thought I thought with everything at stake, with that,
2: okay, what the narrative is on him and now. The only reason that people were giving Tampa Bay a chance in this game was because of the quarterback matchup. You know, you go down the list of all the matchups and the intangibles and coaching and all this stuff with the check marks. It's the quarterback. And that and that and, and Brady gets it and he deserves it. And um, but but Dak outplayed him and I thought that was the, the best game that Dak's played I thought it was the biggest game of his career and I think he, he answered the bell. My favorite play wasn't even a throw. It was when it was twelve nothing, you're pinned back there a little bit. And then they start driving out of that. You know, Tampa's calling timeouts because they want the ball back. Mm -hmm. And they don't get it. And it's third and six, and he rolls left and runs. And he gets the first down. He's diving for it. And I said this on the show on the Cowboys break the other day. Dak needs to be – Dak needs to not be a quarterback that plays football. He needs to be a football player that plays quarterback. And that's what a football player was. Now, you know the bad part is that touchdown – That he threw to Schultz, I guess the second one? The one that made it 18 to nothing. He's rolling left. He waits. Schultz gets open, throws it across, touchdown. That's when he was just he was dealing. Yeah. That's gonna get picked. That that, like that play, it's like Romo. Yes, great job, but that same mentality is going to get an interception. It's got an interception before. Yeah. That's what those interceptions were. Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Because he makes that throw. Sometimes he, it's a touchdown. Sometimes it's not. But it's the mentality. Do we want to take it away? Because if you take it away, you don't get a game like you got last night.
1: He almost feels cursed by that success because you're like, hey, you're going to be confident in that, and you're going to do it at the wrong time. Brett Favre. But, did yeah, it absolutely. A rare, you know? That was
3: one of the things we loved about Brett Favre. Yeah. He just took chances all the time. Yeah. He's a gunslinger. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I,
2: <laughs> I really think Dak and Romo have similar games. I really do. I mean, I, I think that the, the way that they play is very similar, especially the way Romo was early in his career where he was really, you know, he wasn't – I wouldn't say never athletic, but he was crafty, you know, and he could kind of make some plays here and there. And I think that they kind of play the same game a little bit.
1: Wow. And and – and you're thinking about Dak and the way that he played. Kellen Moore had a lot to do with yes. that in his game plan that he implemented. So much about playoff football, as you know, Nick, it just comes down to tightening up your game plan. And you can't go out there with a whole bunch of hocus pocus or you're going to get beat. Obviously mm-hmm. turn the football over, all that will contribute. But he came in with a solid game plan.
2: He did, and, and, he, and his left tackle gets hurt in, you know, before halftime, and they do a, another shuffle. Got to move but, Smith over, yeah. You know, the real telling play there was – Go back to San Francisco playoff game last year. One of the big the big issue was C D can't get the ball. You can't. You got to scheme him open. And what happens at the end of the game after the Bucks score and now you're starting to get a little bit of life. It's twenty four to six and they get that drive and it's fourth and three. Mm-hmm. You know you can't kick field goal. I mean, you can't. No, you nope, can't You know you can't kick field goal, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not kicking it. And he schemes up a play to get a guy that's got 107 catches in the regular season and a second team All-Pro wide the F easiest <laughs> touchdown all I season. I mean, for seriously, him. it was to the point where I was like, "Oh my God, are you gonna drop this?" Because it's I mean, <laughs> oh no, 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 <laughs> he gonna drop that it's, one.
1: It stayed in too long. Yeah, it's like fair <laughs> catch. Yeah. Like,
2: I mean, he caught it, and and I mean, but but he didn't scheme Noah Brown open or Turpin. He schemed CD and yeah. I. You know, maybe that's a bust in the coverage or whatever, but Tampa's defense doesn't really bust like that. So I thought I thought you're right. Great credit to Kellen and how he called the game.
3: Yeah.
1: And, and Kevin, when you look at the way – well, just the participation last night by C.D. Lamb, did you think it was one of those games where it was enough touches for him or not enough?
3: Or did you – yeah, or just that's, that was just the flow of the game? I think it was just the flow of the game. I think – Dak Prescott, Kellen allowed the game to come to them. They took what the defense gave them, and if it meant C.D. Lamb was having an opportunity to get schemed open, then that happened. If it was an opportunity for, you know, for Ferguson to get open, whom, whomever was open based on what he was seeing. He made it happen. I thought the way that they went about the game plan yeah. was saying we're going to take what the defense gives us and we'll take advantage of it. Let's not forget, a CD dropped the first two passes of it the did. game. Yeah, you know, so they did
2: kind of scheme it there. But but going back, you know, I said Ferguson on that. That was a big play too. That that whole Huge. drive had some had some great plays in it. But the what I loved about it was is I mean CD is physical down the field blocking. You know, it's a it's a totally different play when you get tackled at the 18 yard line versus getting tackled at the six. Right, and that and that's what's a really nice jarring block by CD. You don't look at him and think, oh Hercules, you know, like he's not going to be <laughs> blocking down the field. Right. But but he he had you know. He had a nice block there that changed everything, and they were able to score and make it 12 to nothing.
1: Yeah. The moment for me in the game, because I was really paranoid about the way that Todd Bowles was going to approach this game plan. Because, you know, he can make any quarterback life a living hell. Uh, He stacked the box. And I was initially uh, taken aback by what Troy Eggman was saying. You know, Dak looks nervous. That was a lot of what Troy was saying. He looks like he has a jitters. A little tight early A little tight early. Mm -hmm. But then you started to see him make those easy throws. Kellen was designing things to get him in rhythm. But it was late in the game. I think it was about third quarter, beginning of the third quarter. He makes a pass to Dalton Schultz. And it was money. It was one of those throws that we look at a Josh Allen, we look at the Burrows, uh, we look at all these other guys, and we go, "Oh, he makes that throw in his sleep, and that's what makes him what he is." Dak has that signature throw. What did you think about that? Do you remember the, the touchdown, yeah. or was it? It was just, was just a throw. It was just on the sideline,
3: uh, over the left sideline. Side Dalton Schultz kind of bobbled it a little bit, but, oh, he, but he dropped. Oh, he caught it twice. Yeah, yeah, it. exactly. Yes, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, right in
2: front of the Bucks bench. Uh huh. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was a gorgeous throw. I mean, yeah. that is another play that you look at and say, oh, Dak's on tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, anything he decided to dial up, his guys were going to catch it. Dalton Schultz made a heck of a grab there. But it was just a perfect – just dropped in the bucket on the sideline.
1: In man. your mind, uh, Nick, because you covered Dak and you've mm-hmm. covered a lot of this roller coaster up and down, is this who he is? What we saw last night, or are you still saying, all right, yeah, he came out, he represented pretty good, but we're waiting on this no. – no, no. This is this is who he is. And it's kind of what I said before.
2: This is this is the style that that he plays. This kind of free freestyle football, backyard, backyard football, if you will. But sometimes it's not not going to work out for you. You know, these passes. You know, he's been unlucky in some of the interceptions, not all, and some of them have been just been unlucky. And then sometimes though he's not. Sometimes it's. Gallops catching it, putting it right in there. They're not d- knocking the ball in the air. So I think I think we saw his potential. But some so there's gonna be times when you play that way you, you I mean you you keep putting your hand over the stove you probably <laughs> yeah, gonna <laughs> you know. it's and, gonna happen but that's how you have the hot hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, <laughs> there you go, bad. man. Yo, I've never said that. I've never said that. Bars, I've huh? never said that in bars my
3: life. with Nick over there. I see you there. <laughs> you
1: Unbelievable, man. I you just got to be two careful four, with this Just I got your beat right now. All you gotta do is tell me to hit it. I will hit it for you.
2: Yeah. No one has ever accused me of rapping before so
1: we're not going to do it right now either and so what we're (laughs) going to do is we're going to take our final break on the media mash and be right back with uh i guess some some remedies for one brett maher coming up after this
0: (laughs) the season is finally here for months we've been gearing up to win now it's time for the team that performs on any field united ag and turf It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper is on its way. So sweet! You're Learn more at marines.com.
1: Back to Media Mash. Back at the SWBC Morgan Studios at the Dallas Cowboys headquarters here in Frisco, Texas. Heckma Harrison alongside Kevin Gray and Nick Eat. Man, you see how pretty (laughs) that is. (laughs) How
3: did he not go out of bounds? How did Gallup not go out of bounds So we're
1: just sitting here just... uh, (laughs) Spellbound and mesmerized by Michael Gallup's touch, tiptoeing the chalk. He tiptoed that thing that, last night. But that night, play played.
2: is what I was talking about. Is that yeah. the ball went right through the cornerbacks? It head. did. He went it. Davis's hands, yeah, it did. So yeah.
1: living a little dangerous.
2: We're yeah. still living a little dangerous, though. So. Hey, well, if anybody deserves for it not to be picked, it's it him. Would be Dak. It's Dak. Had, yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, finally the the light shines on bright, uh, bright on Dak and he has one heck of a performance last night in Tampa, but I tell you who did not have a heck of a performance. Yeah. And that's my man Brett Maher. I've been talking about him now for a couple hours and uh everybody has a different approach for how to deal with this. And for me, I can't it's I have these things about football, all right? If you're a running back that fumbles, I don't trust you. I don't like you. I don't care how good you are. <laughs> I just don't. You know, If you're a quarterback that has a bunch of turnovers, throw the ball away, it just it, it sours me. Yeah, I don't care how good you are. It just happens. You know how much I love Dak. So just imagine the conflict I'm having internally about mm. this. If you are a field goal kicker and you're not making field goals, it's hard for me to ride with you, dog, because I don't want to feel bubble guts about a PAT. Yeah. Like yeah. Th- that stuff to me is routine. I've heard Anboy Garcia talk about this like special teams. I don't want to think about special teams. I don't want to think <laughs> about my kicker. I don't want to think about him. I want this dude to be break my heart. He's just got to do nice you business. Easy, yeah. Yeah, nice and easy. easy. Do you uh-huh. think I want to go get a beer <laughs> on the PAT? I don't want to be sitting there pins and needles having a ritual because I can't leave until you actually make this thing. He got people in my house. We're holding our hands up. Like, oh, come on. We got to hold our hands right. up more.
2: <laughs> Help him out a little Help bit. Did you ha- I mean, did you happen to see Overton after they made that last one? I mean, it was like a the game-winning field yeah. goal. I mean, yeah. he was so excited. I didn't see it, actually, but I hear Buccaneer fans were cheering.
3: Yeah, it was a big loud cheer, yeah. It was like. You can hear it th- come to the television <sighs> Poor for Poor guy. Sure. Finally.
2: Yeah you know but i i'm i'm about body of work and if you were an average kicker all year if you were just up and down up and down and then you have a game like that that's probably the the last straw but he wasn't you know he he was really good all year he made so enough good ones as
1: jerry said he made enough good he's ones he's made enough good <laughs> ones so it, it, you don't sound confident at all in what you're saying right now
2: well, I'm never I'm not confident. Okay. <laughs> because okay. I don't get it twisted. Okay. You're, you're exactly okay. right. But oh no, that's what makes this thing weird. But I honestly I know I remember him in twenty nineteen. I've been kinda waiting for this all season.
3: Oh, yeah. you've been waiting for the other kinda, shoe to drop. I mean,
0: oh.
1: You've been hurt before. Oh, a little man. bit.
2: So I kinda was <laughs> waiting for this to happen. It happens with all kickers, you know. I mean, they're all like that. But um so I, I just look at it like I, I'm not making any moves. And I don't know if adding a kicker to the practice squad actually hurts you or helps you. Yeah, you cover yourself a little bit, but if kicking is so psychological, why why well, are we getting add in another head? dude? Why yeah. are we getting in our head and having him look over his shoulder, all that? You know, remember what Bill Cowher said to to Greg Lloyd in that NFL films video that they show all the time? He would just go up to him and he was just like, Rush the quarterback. Yes. Okay? Make the kick. That's it. <laughs> it's as so simple kick. as that. <laughs> just make the kick.
1: Kevin. Look, I'm sorry. Around Saturday night, yeah, you're gonna get a thought in your head about how tough this competition is gonna be, and mm-hmm. it's gonna come down to what you know about the NFL. The margin for victory is very small, yeah, and it's gonna come down to something as simple as a made field point, goal, point after. Yeah. So it's gonna be that simple. Uh, that's gonna be the difference between success and failure. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Uh, one to ten. Ten being the most confident. One being I'm scared. I'm about a
3: 4.5. Oh, you're shaking. <laughs> Yeah, you scared. Well, here's the thing. Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to chalk it up as to a, a bad night at the office at the worst possible time. And maybe for the rest of the team, like they had against Washington, maybe he just needed to get this out of his system. And then as they get ready to go to Santa Clara for Sunday, he'll be right where he needs to be. Because, I mean, I had some of the same thoughts you did. I was like, oh, man, this is circa 2019 all over again. There was a the reason why it felt like I was ready to run him out of town. But... For the most part this year he's been good, so I'm gonna lean on what I've seen from him this year and hope that by the time they get to San Francisco Kevin. that he's gonna be back to where Kevin. he needs to be. And I disagree with because I got because no, I got no choice at this point.
2: Like yeah. this, this will be rolling with. It. This, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree with the point about at the worst possible time because I think it's at the best possible time when they didn't need you. To make those kicks. Well, I just don't want to happen in the playoffs. Like, well, I, 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 get get that, yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, and yeah. they won't all be like that. Yeah. And so if he's going to turn it around, that's fine. But if you're going to miss four, do it when you, your defense is shutting out Tom Brady. And Because if if they had been scoring a little bit there after it's 18 nothing now, 18 7, 18 10, then you score. Now you think, okay, we have a game. We're mm-hmm. going to have to go for two here.
1: Exactly. But
2: the fact that they're not scoring and he's looking at it like, I just got to make a kick. Like, when it was 20, when it was 18 to nothing, and we just saw that play to gallop. it was third and goal from the two. I'm thinking, I'm running it up the middle, and if I don't make it, I'm kicking a field goal right down here, a 19-yard field goal. You you, you can you have to really try to miss a 19-yarder. <laughs> you know, the ball has no room to go up, up, you know, but in. And I think that would have helped him so much. I was actually fine with 21 to nothing if he can make a field goal right down the middle. Uh, or just make a field goal. But they scored, you know. Yeah. have to go and Gallup has the score, touchdown. So, no, which is fine. And, of course, they didn't even miss the extra points. And maybe, you know.
1: It's just something about this, man. Like you say, getting it out of your system. Getting it out of your system is, you know, eating bad Taco Bell. Right? <laughs> Get it out of your system, when, like, for him, is like, oh, you're sitting in this. Like you're in front of a na- national audience, millions watching all yeah. over the world, and you are wetting the bed. And it got to about the third one when the fourth one missed. I yeah. was like, "Oh, this is he
3: just he just
1: he just melted." Like it was getting better though. He started hitting the
2: post. He <laughs> was <one>. getting <laughs> a little closer. <laughs> it it was, good. <laughs> and the fifth one right now. I- the pipe it's so as a as a, I'm with I'm with Kevin what, what are you going to do?
3: I mean you, know? you, you, you got you have to roll with. I think what was very telling was how you know, Dak had the phenomenal game, right? He I think it was after the, was it the second one that yeah. he missed? Dax like we need to go for two. It's yeah. just like he had the collective thought. I think of everyone watching. It's like okay, it's not his night tonight. We just got to keep going, go for two, and see what happens. Man, you guys
1: are irate about cornerbacks that are getting burnt. You know, get another guy here. Let's get Xavier yeah. Rose. Let's get another guy. Let's do something. Now it comes down to the kicker that you just saw completely go like straight up. <laughs> now we don't want it to get in his head. We don't want him to. It's a mental game. It is because like, you are going to need him.
3: You're going to need him.
1: I need him to make a. I need him to make PATs.
2: Yeah, but you're talking about corners. None of those guys have p to drop. Like no, those guys, that, other than Rhodes, right? But those other guys, you, you've never seen it. At least with Maher, you've seen it. You've seen it happen this year, and so I, I know this sounds this sounds crazy because twenty percent twenty uh, percent percentage for your f- extra point is not good. Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, not good. No. It's not good. No. If he doesn't make that last kick. I think he got different issues,
4: mm-hmm. but he made
2: it. He made it. He made it. He went right down the middle. He made it. He showed mentally, okay, I can make this. Now, he's going to have to do it again. You yeah. know? But he was missing in pregame. I'm telling you, man, it was not. Oh, it wasn't
3: looking good in pregame no, either?
2: No, it wasn't looking good
3: in pregame. Mm, okay. So
2: I don't know. I wonder if he's – I want to see his stat. I, I don't worry about the, the team on the grass, but I wonder if his stats on grass. I don't know that. I know he missed a 59 yarder in Philly. Uh, that's grass. I don't yeah. know. But right. I don't know all the misses. Sure, sure, sure. But
1: ironically, these hmm. are starting to look like a recurring theme. Yeah. You on grass, you're missing. Yeah. Huh. You know,
2: he hadn't, he hadn't made a kick
1: at all in 2023.
2: Like he, until that fact, one. I love that. He missed one in Washington. I love it. And
1: my mind just was like, "What?" I was and like, "Wait, no, hold no, on, no, wait. No, and the count? No, no, yeah, you know, I got it was, you. three,
2: two, one, Happy New Year! <laughs> yeah. there you go, there you go. Wait, I wait, got you." What's your resolution? Well, make I'm not going to make a field goal or an extra point for about three weeks. I'm like what? I'm going to go to Washington. I'm going to miss my only kick there. Then I'm going to miss the first four, and then I might, I might I might make one at
3: the end here.
1: I bet he is at a high school right now kicking field goals. Maybe.
3: <laughs> I, hope for, I hope for him he's relaxed. I hope he's taking they his they mind off of Willie here. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: really yeah. uh, Let me say one more thing. We're, we're talking. About, let, uh, let me say this about Maher. One thousand percent respect for what he did in the locker room after the game. A hundred percent. I mean, a thousand percent is what I said. I'm not going to go backwards. He um, he stood there. He waited. You know, there's a couple guys want to talk to him, and here comes here comes the reporters. He's like, let's don't repeat ourselves here. Let's 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 sit. You know, everybody ready? Okay. And then he answers the question. He's not happy at all about what's going on. You know, he answers it right. Another guy asked the question. He was like, "So, what are you thinking after the first miss? And then what were you thinking after the second one?" And he goes, "You just gonna stop there, or you want to You want to go through all of the misses? You know, thank you for just stopping it too. You know." Yeah. And then so he talks for th- three or four minutes. That's great. And then NFL Network shows up and another report. Did I already say this on the air? On mm-hmm. here? Okay. I, I, when you do a couple shows a day. you No, you yeah, haven't. Yeah, yeah. No. And so he, he kind of, you know, and then they're like, oh, we didn't get it, you know. And he's like, the, our PR staff would have been like, tough. I'm sorry. You should have been here. You yeah. Know? But he was like, no, nah, it's fine. Go ahead. You know. And so the question's like, so what happened on the kick? He's got to go through it again. And, you know, not, not every player talked, to, you know, after the game and all that. He stands there, faces the music. That's what a professional does. So I, I respect him for that. And, and if you're out there and you're, and you're thinking, that's his job, he's supposed to do that, cool. A lot of them don't.
1: Yeah. Standing, a lot of them don't. Standing in the line of fire. Yeah. Guys, this is going to be a good week. Man, we got so much ball to talk on all these podcasts on DallasCowboys.com. So glad I get to talk more ball. Yeah. <laughs> Talking talk ball. and Allen ball? Hmm? Alan Ball? No. Oh, okay. Just uh, yeah, ball. just Ball. Period. <laughs> Josh Ball. No. Wait, what, not Ball. Not you, Josh Ball. You <laughs> money, money Ball? Not Money Ball I either. Uh, Okay, I'm done. I'm done. You got flip another Ball in
2: Playoff. Money ball. ball. Pretty good movie. Money Ball. That is a good movie. Yeah,
1: really good, really good, really good movie. But you know what? Dodgeball. Okay, okay. All right. He's Nick Eatman. That's Kevin Gray. I'm Heckman Harrison. This has been the Media Mash. Thank you for joining us here on DallasCowboys.com.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!